the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. One of the most disturbing trends in the church today is the large number of divorces. One of the major contributors to this trend is the sin of adultery. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Devilish thoughts come into your mind. Because you know why? The battle is for your mind. In order for him to get your mind, he has to invade your mind. Huh? Y'all walking with me? The human reasoning and rationale and satanic thought that invade our thinking, our minds, that seeks to exalt itself and nullify and invalidate what God has said according to his word. If thoughts come in contradictory to the word of God, human, re- human reasoning that's contradictory to the word of God, nasty thoughts, seductive thoughts, ugly thoughts, satanic thoughts, that comes to nullify what God has said, his word has said, the spirit is saying, the Bible is saying, you are to, ca- in the name of Jesus, cast those thoughts down. Cast them out and extinguish every thought that exalts itself in order that we would remain obedient to Christ. Because if you let that thought have its way, then you know what? It's going to take you instead of you taking it. And when those thoughts get possession of you, then you know what happened? Then you disobey Christ instead of living in obedience to Christ. And that's why it says, bring it into captivity. I mean, you, you identify it, you extinguish it in order that we will remain obedient to Christ. Because if you let those kinds of thoughts run loose in your mind and you start playing and fuzzing around with them and tinkering around with them, all of a sudden it will capture your mind and actually what you have carried out in your mind will eventually be carried out in your deeds, in your deeds. So guard your thoughts and properly expel evil ones. Another thing we must consider, listen, refuse to allow yourself to become idle. Refuse to allow yourself to become what? Idle. An idle mind is the devil's workshop. You find husbands that don't have nothing to do, they get in trouble. Wives that are sitting around, not unproductive, not carrying out responsibilities, you find yourself getting in trouble. God requires us to be productive and fruitful for the cause of Christ. He has called us to be productive and what? Fruitful. And if you're not fruitful, if you're just messing around, hanging around, 
you're not doing anything constructive, you're going to end up being seduced because Satan loves folk who doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Another preventative measure, avoid the company of the wicked. Avoid the company of, of who? The wicked. That's how you abstain. Now, some of y'all, it's okay. I'm going to run with them because I'm a witness. Well, you're not doing too much witness. If you're at the after hour with them, drinking with them, yeah, you witnessing all right. You sure having a lot of fun. Some of y'all having too much fun with them to witness to them. Avoid the company of the wicked. It's one thing to win them, but it's another thing to run with them. If you run with them, you're going to get burnt. Look at Psalms 1.1. It's our scripture memory verse. Some blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You cannot abstain and live a life of chastity and holiness and virtuous and pure and purity running with wicked, vile, sexual, sensual, low-down, nasty-talking, jesting folk. The Bible says, choose ye this day whom ye will serve. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we going to serve the Lord. All I'm saying to you, beloved brothers and sisters, will you make up your mind? Make up your mind? You either going to live holy or unholy. You're not, you can't live both holy and unholy at the same time. You either save or you're lost. You're on your, help, on your way to heaven or you're on your way to hell. You're either sheep or you're goat. You're either saint or you ain't. Make up your mind. You can't be straddling the fence. You can't be. Now, for now, oh God, now, who is going to get thick now? Lord, might let me finish this thing today. It's going to get even juicier. Buckle your seatbelts. For those who are living in adultery, what should be done? For those who are living in adultery, what should be done? It's never too late to do what's right. That's, what, that's the first thing I want to say. Never too late. It's never too late to do what's right. You say, I'm there. It's never too late. Never too late. The first thing you need to do, number one, repent, turn to Jesus, and get out of that relationship immediately. Amen. Repent. Tell God, hey, I fail you. I fail my wife. I repent, God. God, I have committed adultery. I've been unfaithful to you. I ask you in the name of Jesus to wash that sin away. I renounce that sin. I agree with you that that is sin. I turn my back on that sin right now in the name of Jesus. And I'm putting away that woman. I'm putting away that man. There will never be another phone call. There will, there will never be another ID coming. Nothing coming up on the ID. Another note in the wallet or purse or nothing. God, everything. I'm going to burn it up in the name of Jesus. Burn it up in the name of Jesus. You might have to change jobs to get away from them. When you repent, you might have, you may have to move. You may have to move. It may be too much for you to stay where you are. The web may be too thick for you to even, I'd rather leave a, a good job and change and maybe be making less, but right with God. <laughs> Amen. Then to get this job over here and to hold it, knowing that me and this woman trying to break it off 
and, I, and it's more than I can bear. And I'm hanging there and I'm struggling and I'm losing the struggle. And, I, and I'm in trouble with God. You ought not let money <laughs> overweigh getting right with God. You know what Proverbs 28, 13 say? Y'all hanging with me? Proverbs 28, 13. Proverbs 28, 13. Proverbs 28, 13. It says, he who covers his sins will not prosper. You're not going to prosper. And some of you in here, you covering. You think you got it good and covered. You got every nook and cranny. You think you got it together. You think you got your stuff so tight. Nobody can find out I did it way over here or I was in the east-west part of the east-west-south piece. Are you hanging with me? But let me tell you something. The Bible says he who covers his sins will not prosper. And that's why some of you are so dry. That's why some of you came, you, all kinds of sexual, premarital sex and all kinds of sins and uh, doing all kinds of fuzzy stuff and looking at all kinds of stuff, all kind of pornography, all, all kind of stuff, you know. It says, but who, whoever confesses and forsakes them will have what? Mercy. You cried for God and asked, asked God to forgive you, turn your back for God will have mercy on you. God will save you. God will renew you. God will give you a fresh start. But you got to admit that you have sin. You got to admit that. Until you do, you'll not be right in right relationship with God. You'll not be in right relationship with God. Secondly, seek Christian counseling. When you're in trouble for the adulterer, how to deal with it? Seek Christian counsel. I mean, seek act for God's sake, ask for help. Come to the pastor. Come, come to Christian leaders here. Come go to somebody to whom you can be accountable. Ask for help. Ask for help. Pride comes before destruction. Thirdly, make yourself accountable to someone who is spiritual. Not of the opposite, not of the opposite sex either. We have counselors here, but counselors don't counsel opposite sex here. We're not going to have a man caught in a woman's house. A, a woman caught in a man's house and a man's laws. You know, they're not going to understand that. No, we can't be doing that. Make yourself accountable to someone who is spiritual. You need to be kept in check. Pride will come. Listen, pride will keep you from seeking accountability. Pride comes before destruction. Pride comes before destruction. How many of y'all understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do all of us need this? Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. We are excited about you joining us today as Pastor Draper continues the message, Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery. We'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. All right, I'm almost through. God bleed me. Oh, but here, once I have been forgiven by God, here's the biggest question, I'll tell for the last. Once I have been forgiven by God, should I or should I not tell my spouse? That's what I want to deal with. Y'all want to know that? Should I, once I've been forgiven, made my peace with God, should I 
or should I not tell my spouse? And this is, this is real critical. Y'all listening now, no. <laughs> Number one, here, here's the criteria. Here it goes. One, make sure you hear God as to when you should unveil this act. Okay. <laughs> make sure you hear God as to when you should unveil this act. This is what the Lord has given me to tell you. Because I'm talking to somebody by television, radio, as well as in this congregation. Make, first of all, you pray and make sure you hear God. Number two, if the other party is subject to tell, then you had better tell first. Okay. <laughs> That's common sense, isn't it? <laughs> if the other party is subject to tell, you better let him or her find out. <laughs> So I said, I know that's right. First, you better tell first. Okay? Number three, if you're going to tell, ensure proper timing, proper place, and proper setting. Sometimes we can be right, but our timing is so bad. Or the place where it's unveiled is so bad. Or the particular setting in which we are saying what we are saying is really not right. And you make a big mess because the timing was bad, the place was saying what you said was bad, and the setting was bad. But the other side to it too is that whenever you unveil it, it's always bad. <laughs> you know, I don't think, it's no perfect place, it's no perfect time, but the, but the Lord will give you that if you're listening to him. That's what I'm trying to say. Fourthly, here's his key, know your spouse. Know your spouse whether or not he or she is spiritually mature enough to handle this revelation at this time. Okay? Know your spouse, whether or not he or she is what? Spiritually mature enough to handle this revelation at this time. Know your spouse, whether or not he or she is spiritually mature enough to handle this revelation at this time. Fifthly, Fifthly, be prepared for the consequences and repercussions, possibly even losing that mate. Okay, be prepared because that is a real possibility. Amen. Be prepared for the consequences and repercussions, possibly even losing that spouse. Number six, listen, is this. If the adulterous act, now this is kind of long, so you might want to listen to input in your word. I'll repeat it for you. If the adulterous act was committed years ago, let's say you were dating and y'all were engaged and you messed around on your fiance, okay? Or you just got married, it was in that first year or that second year, and now you've been married 15 years and you're walking with the Lord right, okay? And that was 15 years ago. But she don't know. Or he don't know. Y'all hang it on now. <laughs> if the adulterous act was committed many years ago and you've repented and have continued to live holy since that time, and you've repented and still repented and lived holy since that time, hearing God and knowing your spouse. Hearing God and knowing your spouse 
will bear the most weight as to if you should reveal an act that happened many years ago. I repeat it again. If the adulterous act was committed many years ago and you've repented and and have continued to live holy since that time, hearing God and knowing your spouse will bear the most weight as to if you should unveil an act that happened that many years ago. Now, I must say, since you're listening real closely, I must say, and I want you to hear me real closely because I'm not trying to bust up anybody's marriage. You go home and tell and it's over. Okay. (laughs) I want you to be, I want you to listen real closely. Listen to me real closely now. Many Christian counselors, I've talked to many, struggle with this issue as to what I'm talking about. You can talk to 10 counselors and some of them say that happened years ago. Some say, yes, you should. Others will say, no, you shouldn't. Many Christian counselors struggle with this issue. Some counselors recommend that the counselee should free themselves of the guilt by confessing to their spouse the adulterous act committed years ago. That's the counselors on that side. You got many uh, some counselors recommend that the counselee should free themselves of the guilt by confessing to their spouses the adulterous act committed many years ago. While other counselors recommend that if you've confessed that sin to God and is covered with the blood of Jesus and you've been faithful in your walk with the Lord and to your spouse since that time, then you should leave it alone and not reveal it for the sake of your spouse, because it may give Satan an opportunity to exploit your transparency. You see what? Now that's deep. You see? So you say, well, pastor, what should I do? Hear God. I'm not telling you this and I'm not telling you that I'm, I told you both sides And then you have to hear God on what God would have you do. Because I'm not going home. I want you going home and say, Reverend Draper told me to do this. And I'm leaving on the other side. No, I'm not saying either side. The bottom line, if you know the Lord, and if you're walking under the influence of the Spirit, the God we serve will confirm in your heart what you are to do on this sensitive issue. Amen? Are y'all hanging with me? Oh, goodness gracious, my Lord. For the partner of the adulterer, or the partner of the the offended party, the the partner of the adulterer, for the innocent party, the the innocent spouse, you say, "What's, what's my position? What's my position? I know what my husband has done. Okay? I know what my wife has done. They told me. I've struggled with it, but I'm still in this. I'm still, I ain't there yet, but I'm trying to get there. So what am I to do? Okay, you innocent spouse, let me tell you something. Number one, you ain't all innocent. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Okay. Number one, for the innocent spouse, possess a spirit of forgiveness. Possess a forgiving spirit. Matthew 6, don't just, just jot the scripture down for time's sake. 
Matthew 6, 14, 15, possess a forgiving spirit. But if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither your father will forgive you your trespass, your trespasses. If your husband, your wife confess and they're in tears or, or they grieve, they grieve of what they've done and they've asked for your forgiveness. Listen, you are obligated to forgive them. Because if you don't forgive, then you can't expect God to forgive you. Right? Number two, instead of being judgmental on your spouse who did such a thing, ask yourself the following questions. Here's, here's a question the innocent spouse ought to ask his or herself. Here's the questions you ought to ask yourself. Number one, how may I have contributed to my wife, to my spouse's infidelity? Uh, my, my mate's infidelity. How may I have contributed to my, my spouse's uh, infidelity? What could I have done? What could I have done? You know, ask yourself those questions. Number two, uh, am I too critical? Am I too critical? Does he enjoy being with another person outside the relationship because they relate to him better? They're not critical. They build him up which led him into that relationship simply because all he gets home is a bashing. And she knows how to talk to him out there and you don't. Uh-huh. So he goes there and like that more because he's at peace there that he can't find at home. Ask yourself this question. Has my strenuous work schedule interfered with my marriage? Has my strenuous work schedule interfered with my marriage? Maybe you work too much. You work so much until things begin to happen because neither you were at home. Maybe the wife should have cut her hours. Maybe you had to adjust your lifestyle living so to give more time and attention to your family and to your husband. A work schedule. You're always gone. You leave this job, going to that job, and you got latchkey kids. And you wonder how did the affair start? Well, it started because you wasn't at home. Go home. <laughs> Next, consider this. Am I always absent from home? I just said that, but this, this led into this point. Am I always absent at home? You so important, you everywhere. You a star everywhere. You Mr. and Mrs. VIP. And you just strutting like a peacock. And your house falling to pieces. Again, go home. Here's another one. Do I withhold sex from my spouse? Do I withhold sex from my spouse? You don't give a poor man none. Amen. Right? Won't y'all just say amen? I'm just saying it like it is. And then that creates another kind of temptation. Now, he's wrong for going out there, but you were wrong for withholding. And you want to half kill him, but you weren't fulfilling your obligation as a spouse. Won't y'all say amen? Then... Listen, could I have done more to nurture our relationship spiritually? Could I have done more 
to nurture our relationship, what? Spiritually. Could I have done more to nurture our relationship spiritually? That's real critical. Could I have done more to nurture our relationship spiritually? All I'm saying to you as I conclude is that we have to factor all of this in. We have to factor all of this in. The Bible says you shall not commit adultery. And if we heed the following principles that we've just laid out before you, you'll find yourself not being uh, overtaken. You'll find yourself free and liberated and focused to the glory of God. You all, we are too old to be foolish. You hear what I said? You don't think, whatever your age is, you too old. You too old. It's too late. Jesus is almost here. Today could be the day that Jesus come. And some of you, he gonna find, he may find you in the wrong bed. You're too old. Get your house in order. You know what judgment is going to begin? It's going to begin in the house of God. All God's children said. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.